Good morning, morning everyone! Thank you so much for watching the video and oh, uh, TK and Max are cute. Yeah, thanks Looking for doing the day, intro guys. guys. Um, so today is the first Sunday of the month and typically we do communion together as a spiritual family and we've got our communion over here. My husband was baking, we got some baked bread. That's right, I break that bread guys. Not bad, hey? Not bad. It's gonna be good communion. So if you wouldn't mind, you can grab in your own home as well. We think it's powerful that we do it together. So we're just going to share a short word and then we'll break bread and pray for you guys. Okay, so our word today is entitled The Disruptive Gospel. The Disruptive Gospel. Okay. True story. Yeah. So the, the word disruptive has been like quite a buzzword for a while now in the tech industry and in the startup industry. And uh, what the word really means is they, when they talk about something that's disruptive, they talk about something that's like a new technology that's really going to change the way the industry works or the way we do our lives. That it's literally got the power and the potential to change everything. So they sure. call it disruptive. Sure. Okay? And um, we have some examples in Uber and uh, Airbnb and 3D printers. Uh, the list goes on. You know, there's, there's many different examples. But all of those businesses and, and those new technologies, when they come in, they change the way things work. Yeah. And, um, and it's the same with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, the gospel of Jesus is a disruptive gospel. Yeah. It comes in and it doesn't leave anything the same. Nothing unchanged. Yeah, nothing unchanged. It really disrupts our lives. Um, mm. And, uh, you know, not just our personal lives, but, but the world as well. And all the institutions of the world and society as we know it. Yeah. It's, it's not a gospel that just kind of sneaks in and, oh, hi, it's a nice new belief or philosophy, but it's, it's literally a gospel that changes everything. It disrupts stuff. Things. Yeah, and I'm really grateful for how it disrupted my life oh, and yeah. your life. Because it disrupts it in a good way. Totally, the yeah. disruption is worthwhile. Yeah, so when we say the word disruptive, we mean in a good way, okay? Sure. Um, the early disciples were accused in Acts chapter 17 of turning the world upside down. In verse 6 it says, those who have turned the world upside down have come here too. Like, there was like a, a they fear were really about scared about these guys yeah. and the gospel that they were preaching. They mm. were really, the world was changing. Mm. The world was changing wherever they were going. And we have to understand, we have to wonder why. Mm. Like, what is so disruptive about this gospel? Sure, isn't it just be nice and be a good person and like yeah. make gospel of make peace and goodwill yeah. and love? You know, like, why is it, why is it disruptive? Why is this? gospel banned in like 50 something nations around the world sure. you know why why is it like resistant why is there like this challenge that comes with it mm, um, good question the answer is found in in understanding the full gospel very good um, you know there there are there are two sides to the gospel just like you have two sides to the coin it's one coin but there's two sides to it the gospel's got two sides to it mm. um, and we need to understand that we need to know that um, it's, it says in Ephesians 1 I've got two scriptures I want to share with you Ephesians 1 and Colossians 1 they pretty much say the same thing mm. okay but in there in these two passages we get an idea of the two sides to this gospel mm. it says in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins mm. And then Colossians says pretty much the same thing again. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin. So the gospel has two, there's two words there that describe the gospel of what Jesus came yeah. to bring. Mm -hmm. He came to bring 
redemption and forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness sure. and redemption. Forgiveness. And they're both incredible. I mean, yeah. forgiveness so beautiful. is incredible. To know that if you've done something wrong, you have the opportunity to be forgiven yeah. of that wrongdoing. And, and, and to the point that it doesn't even... It doesn't even exist anymore. It's not remembered. It's gone. I mean, that is such a beautiful gift to oh, be able to, to forgive like receive that. forgiveness. Yeah, it's incredible. And that's the part of the gospel that we all know. It's the part that's popular. Mm. We know that the, there's forgiveness in Jesus. There's a forgiveness yeah. of sins. We're constantly told that. But this other word, redemption, mm -hmm. is a word that's not really not like mm. out there. You know, mm. not everybody knows. If I had to ask you, what is redemption? Like, I think we'd all struggle to give some sort of definition to sure. it, but forgiveness we would be fine, we know. Yeah, we can explain um, that. Um, so what is it, Wayne? So redemption, okay, means this. It means to buy something back and restore it to its original design. Love that. So we have forgiveness, dealing with your past, okay, mm -hmm. but then redemption is we buy you back and we restore you to your original design. Wow, okay? So I have an example. Like imagine you saw a Coke bottle, just a glass Coke bottle lying on the ground in the street. It's scuffed, it's empty, it's, mm. it's dirty. Um, the Coca-Cola company, no matter how kind of dirty that thing is, they still see value in it. So and they will actually pay a price to get it back from you. Love that. And then what they do is they redeem it. Mm. They restore it. Fix it up. Fix it up, Make clean it, it up, hopefully, good. fill it up, yeah. relabel it, redesign, you know, and mm. put it back into its original intention, what is its so original good. design. Wow. And that is, that's redemption. Sure. That's a beautiful side to the gospel. I mean, yeah. I mean, when you just hear that, you're like, yeah, 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 I want that. You know, totally. that's amazing. Redemption's like, incredible. I love that. God meets us where we're at, but he doesn't leave us there. He actually puts the time and effort into us to make us into who he intended us to be. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's incredible. Like, so think about that. Okay, so the, this is the difference. Forgiveness it deals with your past. Sure. It washes away your past. Redemption now deals with your future. Mm, very okay. good. So forgiveness is uh, what Christ did so that we could have life. Right. Okay. It's come receive life. Mm -hmm. But redemption, on the other hand, is come lay down your life. Mm. And I will make you into something. I will sure. transform you into something. Right. So there's there's a partnership that takes place. There's no. a responsibility on our side. Forgiveness is free, but yeah. redemption actually costs wow. us. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so this is and but this is the whole gospel. Yeah. This is the true gospel. I mean, this is what Jesus preached. If you want to follow me, you know, deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow me. There's a yeah. there's a dying to self. There's a transformation that mm. we have to go through. A surrendering of our lives. Mm -hmm. So the gospel is come receive life, but it's also come and give your life. Sure. Okay, and it's forgiveness and redemption. Mm. That's it. Okay. Like now a lot of people don't understand this, and everyone wants the forgiveness side. Sure. Because it doesn't cost us anything. Sure. It's just like yeah, my ticket to heaven, my sins are forgiven. Mm. I'm, you know, Jesus beat me up, I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. Redemption is the disruptive part of the gospel. Very good. It's the part of the gospel that says, I love you enough not to leave you in that way. Come on. I love you enough not to, to, to let you stay in, I, I'll accept you as you are, but I won't let you stay in that place. Yeah. I'm going to transform you 
and I'm gonna make you into the man or woman that I originally intended you to be. That's so good. That's so, so good. but there's a cost. There's good. There's a cost. There's a cost. You gotta lay down your life. Yeah. You know, the Bible talks about us being uh, living sacrifices. Sure. You know, oh, there's so many scriptures I could mm. go on. There's so many scriptures about laying down our lives, being living sacrifices. Yeah. You know, and they're all about. Um, all about us cooperating with the redemption plan yeah. of God. And, and that redemptive nature is actually, we have a word for it. It's discipleship. Yes. That's right. You know, yeah. embracing the redemption part of the gospel is embracing discipleship. Yeah. Yeah. And discipleship is really as simple as learning the ways of Jesus and then applying them to our daily lives. Yeah. In every situation or circumstances and at all times. And then that results in the kingdom advancing consistently. Yeah, that's you know? it. So that's the church word for yeah. this process. You know, if you if you embrace redemption, if you just say, God, I want that. You know, I, I want the forgiveness, but I want the redemption side as well. Mm. What you actually say, what you're signing up for is discipleship. It's you're discipleship. saying, I want to grow. I yeah. want to be a student of yours, Jesus. I want to be an apprentice of yours. I want your plan, your idea for my life to mm. to prosper. Yeah. Which involves a lot of disruption. It does. It does. It, I think. Yeah. I think in the church world, we're quite familiar with the learning the ways of Jesus, learning um, what His Word has to say. Hopefully, we read our Bibles every single day, and we listen to sermons, yeah. and we download podcasts, and we we immerse ourselves in the teachings of Jesus. Yeah. Um, you take, for example, the first time you you read in the Word of God that you to love your neighbor as yourself. You know, like. Whoa, okay, so there's more to my relationship with others than mm. you know what meets the eye. Actually, there's I, I gotta love myself and then I love others like I love myself. That's gonna that's gonna change a few things in the way yeah. we perceive relationships and others and, and even strangers. Yeah. Um, and we agree with this. Like yeah. we read it and we're like, yeah, that's totally right. That's so right. Totally right. Like we agree, we agree in our minds and our hearts, yeah. we, you know. But, but then when it comes to actually <laughs> applying it, yeah. now I'm disrupted. Yeah. Because now when I would ordinarily be selfish in a moment, I have to choose love. Choose love and you, you don't know? want to. No, totally. So um, the gospel's disrupting your life. It's disruptive. Yeah. I, I, um, I don't particularly like preparing food or anything in the kitchen, really. <laughs> That's I why bet. I eat baked the bread. <laughs> but you know what? I have to constantly remind myself and yeah. pr push myself to to serve others in that area. Mm. And so if I'm gonna go make myself a cup of tea, it's easy for me to just make myself a cup of tea, but to actually offer everybody else is a redemptive process Don't of my you character. Don't you when you offer and everybody's Everyone's like, so yes, please, and you have a rusk with that as well. And you're just like, yes, of course, Jesus, I'm dying. Jesus, yeah, he's disrupting he's our lives. He's disrupting it, Every day, but for the better. circumstances, yeah, normal yeah. life, but you know what, as the life, as people embrace the teachings of Jesus and they yeah. allow that disruptive um, manner, and we'll go into that in more detail, yeah. as, as they allow that to, to transform their character, their nature, people around them start to go, whoa, what is going on here? You're, yeah. you're different. You changed, you're, yeah. you're so generous. You're, yeah. you're thinking about me. Why are you thinking about me? You don't even know me. Why do you care? And we advance the gospel because we can tell them, I'm a, I'm a disciple of Jesus. Yeah. Like. It's, it's not me that's loving, it's that's Jesus that lives yeah. in me and he's wanting to love you through me. So that the kingdom advances when we embrace this disruptiveness. Yeah, that's um, so good. I yeah, like but maybe that. we could just take a look at, um, at applying the, the ways of Jesus and, and some, of the, some of the aspects that we do find challenging and do find yeah. disruptive. And, 
And I think what it comes down to is that Jesus' teachings, his ways, they're so much higher than ours in the sense that they're noble. Yeah. They're um they're they're self more excellent. They're more excellent. Yeah. They're they're of a virtuous a higher way of, of being. Yeah. Actually being human. It's a higher way of being human to, yeah. to follow the ways of Jesus. And um and it's beautiful and 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 yet when we're when we're faced with where where we're coming in in yeah. our character or our yeah. nature, it hits us. Yeah. And it doesn't always line up. Yeah. I mean, when Jesus spoke about forgive, forgiveness, yeah. you know, just yeah. take forgiveness. Like, I, I'll choose who I want to forgive and who's not worthy of my forgiveness. Yeah. No, forgive everybody sure. as you've been forgiven. Uh, when it comes to judgment, making you know, judge not lest you be judged, and yeah. you see someone driving like this, or you oh, I can't believe you that person did that. See someone buying something, and you know, it's just so easy just to live a judgmental life where you just like that person's this or that person's that, yeah. or, you know, and and the gospel's like, ah, uh-uh. yeah, no, that's, that's not who that's you not are. Who that's, you are. That's not what God's calling you up to be. Totally. What about when you're going through hardships? Yeah. And and the word of God tells us to look at it through the eyes of joy. Yeah. Because it's actually refining us and affect and transforming our character. Yeah. And it's like I mean, it's almost ridiculous. Eh? <laughs> it is. Yeah. It just it just seems of such a, a noble standard that it it confronts us quite radically. Yeah. But that process of confrontation is necessary. It is. It is so crucial because if we will allow the standards in the way of Jesus yeah. to to make us feel uncomfortable, yeah, to embrace make, the discomfort. To embrace yeah. the discomfort and to to yield to the process of redemption. That's a big one. Yielding, yeah. Yielding our will to his wisdom. Yes we're going to see something beautiful come out of our lives we get redeemed we get man redeemed. we become the people he wants us to be yeah, yeah. We, yeah we become more like him think about so, our yeah. children for example we we teach them certain things yeah. and when they start to actually apply those things in their lives not just like i know i shouldn't do that and when my brother does it then i can tell him off about yeah, doing yeah. that thing because i know <laughs> i've got the head knowledge but when they actually start to apply it in their lives yeah oh man it brings us so much joy does, and man. and they're better for it yeah. and the world is better for and it the, so. and our home is better for it too <laughs> so it, it applies, really is you know yeah. if god looks at the, the earth as being his his home or yeah. everything in the earth belongs to him and we're his children yeah. and we start to live out the ways of jesus yeah. then then he's happy then he's yeah. like they've got it they're getting it they're you know as you're talking i'm just like what's better forgiveness or redemption um, and it's just like there's no you know you can't it's a beautiful choose. coin you can't, it's a beautiful coin it's, it's incredible yeah. Um, and you know we've got so many examples in the bible of god coming and transforming people yeah you know we have we have uh, Simon becoming Peter, yeah. you have Saul becoming Paul, Jacob becoming Israel. There's, mm. there, the gospel. This is the gospel. The gospel is about transformation. Yes. It is about God coming and disrupting the way we were and mm. transforming us more into the image of His Son. Yeah, um, yeah. but it's, it is interesting how that that uncomfortable moment of going. That's the standard, yes. and this is me. Oh, that doesn't feel nice. I mean, yeah. I I really don't like it when you call me up on something, and I have to actually go. Yes, you you're there. right. You're right. It, <laughs> and my pride goes. Oh, it doesn't feel yeah. nice. It doesn't sit yeah. nice. However, it's not going to break me. 
Yeah. What is going to break is the stronghold in me. Yeah. It's going to break the pride in me. It's yeah. going to break the part that is actually unhelpful yeah. for what God is wanting to do in the earth. And your future. And, yeah. And the future yeah. and relationships. So, you know, whenever you encounter that moment of, of God's, God's nobility, Jesus' ways, uh, with, with how you really see yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think we have to be, we have to be honest. Yeah. But, you know, otherwise we, we can live in a, in a place of deception. Yeah. Um, and even if I just think about how do we, how do we be honest with ourselves? Yeah. You know, it, we've got to have a, a heart disposition of humility yeah. and of repentance. Yeah. And, and actually even an invitation Teachability to and yeah. all the brokenness. Like, yeah. God, will you break me for the aspect Search of me? Search me, check if there's any crooked way in me. Yeah, yeah. literally I, I'm asking you to break me for the things that break you. Good. Not only in what's happening in the world, but in my nature, in, in yeah. the internal world of, of, of me. Yeah. So that uh, I could, like previous generations have prayed, could I have the gift of tears? Yeah. Could I have oh, the gift of one. tears yeah. to actually know what grieves you yes. so that I can embrace the redemptive process and I can really become a disciple of Jesus yeah. because I'm, we should be being made more and more into the image of Christ. Yeah. And that's happening through redemption. Yeah. So when we have that moment of it doesn't feel nice, disruption, as, yeah. disruption, as I yield to it, as I yield and I say, God, will you change me? Will you transform me? There's an empowerment of a spirit yeah. that, that actually comes in and, and a beautiful exchange takes place. Yeah. I just yeah. think about the parable that Jesus used yeah. um, of the two men who went up to the temple. Okay. You know? Yeah. One one who was a Pharisee and the other one who was a tax collector. Yeah. And uh, and the one goes up and he prays and, and we can look at that and go, oh what a self-righteous prayer that was. You know, yeah. I, I do these good things, I'm not like these bad people. Um, but maybe he was a really good guy. Yeah. Maybe he was doing a whole lot of good, yeah. but he had some blind spots yeah, and he sure. didn't actually realize his, his true condition because what Jesus highlighted it was that the tax collector who stood afar off and couldn't even <clears throat> raise his eyes but beat his breast and said, God, would you be compassionate, would you be merciful towards me? Yeah. Like, I, I acknowledge I'm a sinner. Jesus said that that man went away justified. Yeah. So it's it's the the authentic heart who acknowledge that yeah. acknowledges where they're really at that actually finds the exchange that we need. That's it. Yeah. So if we want to embrace redemption, what you're saying is we have to have a, an attitude, the right attitude. Yeah. Well, obviously we got to know that that is what God is doing in our lives. We've yeah. got to accept it. We've got to like say yes. I want you to redeem my life. I want you to. There's yeah. nothing off limits. Come, you know. Um, but then it takes humility. It takes a brokenness. It takes a. I'm not going to be, you know, just thinking that I'm okay because everybody else looks so bad. Sure. Um, but I'm going to actually embrace your standard. Yeah. And your life. And and, and it is. Yes, yeah. Okay. And that that happens. That what we're doing when we we embrace that is we're embracing discipleship. Yes. That's what discipleship is. Discipleship is having that disposition that. That's I'm a student. I'm yeah. always learning. I'm never arriving. I want you to to shake me, Lord. I want you to to make me into the person you yeah. call me to be. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it is tricky because I think the world that we live in yeah. is very compromised. Oh, it's, yeah. I mean, the the you yeah. can do what you want, how you want, when you want, but just don't go running outside at ten o'clock or nine o'clock. You know. Yeah. <laughs> During lockdown. During lockdown. Stick to those hours. Um, but. but but it, it is amazing how, um, as Christians, we can sometimes look at the standard of the world and go, well, 
I'm, I'm not, not that, that bad. bad. You know, yeah. I understand the nobility of God's word, but really, who can really attain that? Yeah. And I'm not as bad as the rest of the world. So, you mm. know what? Being nominal, it's not, it's not too bad. But actually... It's easy to look good when you compare yourself to the world, actually. Yeah. It's really easy. But every but God, time we compare to the word and we allow the word to win in our mm. lives, it's, we, we grow. Yeah, because yeah. we're encouraged. Don't be hearers of the word only, yeah. but be doers of it. Because otherwise, we, we literally yeah. are deceiving ourselves. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so Paul said this to Timothy. He said, "Follow me as I follow Christ." Sure. Okay. And and really, what he was saying, well, he said that to to the different churches. Follow me as I follow Christ. And um, and then he wrote to Timothy in two Timothy chapter two and verse two, and he said, "The things you've heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also." Mm. There are there are there are four players in this in these passages of scripture sure. that I'm sharing with you. There is there is Jesus, there's Paul, there's Timothy, and then there's others. Yeah. And and he's talking about Timothy and he's telling Timothy, be positioned, like I'm I'm follow me, I'm following Christ. Yes. Okay. But then make sure that there are others as well Good. behind you. And what he was basically saying is put yourself in a position where you are receiving teaching, yes. where you are receiving good inputs, yeah. where there's word coming into your life. That could look like a connect group, good. okay? Yeah. Intent, nudge, nudge. That could look like a Sunday service. That can look like just your quiet time of reading mm -hmm. the word, listening to podcasts or something like that. Mm -hmm. it's, it's about making sure there's an inflow yeah. into your life. And, and, and so you're constantly learning and you never graduate from that. Yeah. I think something like a real problem I've noticed with us is is we kind of feel like we get smart mm. at some point and we just kind of feel like, yeah, yeah, I know I it all. I know it all. Yeah. I know it all. And the point is, like, it doesn't matter if you know it all. It's not what you know, yeah. it's what you do. What you do. It's how you live, you know? Yeah. So, so we've always got to be putting ourselves in that, in that chain, mm. in that position where we're receiving. But then there has to be like an outflow as well, mm. where there must be others. Yes. And, and so we're not just receiving, but we're also Fine. modeling mm. and giving mm -hmm. and teaching others. Mm. And, and when we do that, the redemption process, that's where the redemption process actually takes place. Yeah. When there's an inflow and there's an outflow mm. and we put ourselves in that position. And that's not an easy position to be in. No. It's not easy to like find others and disciple them and yeah. stay in the word yourself, you know, yeah. abide in Jesus. Yeah. But if you stay there, you're embracing redemption mm. and God is working in your life. Totally. And he transforms you. And, you know, if you start leading others, Man, you start to find your life change very quickly. Very you quickly. mature so quickly. You, <laughs> you grow. Have to. You know, as if you gather other people and you just put yourself in the position of like, hey guys, we're gonna learn. We're gonna, yeah. you know, let's listen to this. Let's yeah. read this. Let's go through this together. Let's hold each other accountable. Yeah. I mean, that's another huge part of this. Yeah. Is where we're holding each other accountable. We're making our lives vulnerable and open to each other. We're not called to a, a gospel that that invites us to just have a relationship with us, uh, me and God. Yeah. That's like that's that's not what it's it just about. Doesn't it's, exist. it's community. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, scripture even tells us that if we confess our sins one to another, then we find healing. Yeah. So there's a there's an invitation and, a, and an awaitedness to us actually being, to being transparent in. and being plugged yeah. in and, and doing life together. Sure. Mm. So that is discipleship. It is being in relationships. It is receiving and, it's, and it is giving. Yeah. Um, and it results in redemption, the other side of the gospel. Mm. And you know what? It's all uncomfortable people. I mm. mean, I know this. Like the first connect group I ever went to, I was like, 
what is this? What, these people are like sharing their lives and stuff. I was like, this was completely foreign. To, I felt so uncomfortable. I was just like, sure. and they were asking for prayer for things mm. like, and I was just like, did you just actually tell people that you're struggling with that? You sure. know, for me it was foreign. I mean, like I had no idea what it was like. Or stepping out of your comfort zone to pray in public. Yeah, like, that too. Yeah, I mean, that was, a, big one I, that was a huge one for me. I mean, I didn't yeah. want to get anything wrong. So actually what I did, <laughs> I was so, I wrote a prayer out at home and, um, and I put it on a piece of paper and when everybody closed their eyes and it was my turn to pray, I quickly whipped out my piece of paper and I just read my prayer. Because I didn't wow. want to like, stumble over my words. Or... <laughs> but, you know, now I can pray in public and pray for strangers. But you embraced it. Yeah. You and didn't shy away from it. Shy away. Every time we shy away, you know, I've felt so. I, I've never felt comfortable following Jesus. Sure. I feel like He's always telling me to give what I don't feel like I have to give or yeah. be who I don't feel like I can be. Sure. And, you know, it's just always uncomfortable. The more we embrace, yeah. the more we just embrace this disruption of this gospel and yes. allow it just to conform, conform us, shape us, you know, yeah. um, we, it, it is, he produces something beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Really, I wrote this, the, the, pow the, the powerful and stunning result of discipleship is how it makes the world around us better. Yo, you know, because you that. embrace discipleship in your life, you're a better husband, you're a better father, yeah. you're a better leader, you mm. you um you you make bread. <laughs> you know? It really is. It's, and you cook every now and then, you know? I cook often. <laughs> like almost every night. Sometimes. <laughs> So, yeah, the gospel has disrupted our lives a lot. But you know what? You know another thing to this? Yeah. Is, is the gospel of disruption, this disruptive gospel, um, doesn't just change us. Yes. Is what you're saying now. Yes. It changes the world. Totally. It changes family. It changes marriage. It changes we, industry. It changes whole industries. Yeah. You know? And it should. It, should, it should disrupt industry as well. Yeah. I mean, and that's what those early disciples were accused of. They were turning the world upside down. They weren't just becoming like different or better people, but yeah. they were actually transforming society mm. around them. And mm. you know, that's this, the power of this gospel is it has the potential not to disrupt only our lives, but entire industries yes. can, industries can be redeemed just yeah. like lives can be redeemed yeah we could see a redeemed media industry oh we could oh, see yeah. a redeemed government <laughs> yes. a redeemed business world mm. you know but it, what, what is going to happen is as god does the work of redemption in our lives you're going to be working in your business and you're going to notice something happen you're going to see like there is the way they the business employs people is sure. dodgy sure I don't know, it's racist or it's something, you know, yeah. whatever, there's nepotism or something. Mm. You're going to see something like that, or you're going to see money going where it shouldn't go. Yeah. Or you're going to, like, the products that we're making are harmful and mm. they're not disclosing all the information, sure. harmful to the environment, sure. maybe harmful to people. Sure. Um, I mean, there's just so much of that happening in industry. Yeah. And it's happening right under our noses. Totally. Like the Christians, that totally. is happening in front of us. Yeah. And, and somehow this gospel has got to, has got to enter that world. Mm. It can't, we can't just have, like the world wants us just to have this private faith where you, yeah. it's like you, it's you and your Jesus. And you just don't, don't come bring yeah. any of that in here. There's this like strong mm. resistance to the gospel in every area. Mm -hmm. But somehow we've got to also like allow this redemption yeah. to come out. 
and, and we've got to learn how to step up and mm. become disruptors yeah. in society in a good way. Okay, yes. not like bad, you know, harmful courageous people. Courageous yeah. people who are um, are so emboldened by by the by the conviction that they carry that that hang on, this isn't the right way to do something. Sure. Hang on, you know, if new technologies are going to come into into the world yeah. and and disrupt the world, yeah. then then they they need to be done in an ethical way. They need to be done in a transparent manner. Yeah, for sure. They need to be done in a manner that includes yeah. the population to say yes, we want this or no, we don't want this. Yeah. Um, and and they're Christians in different areas of society. In, in the medical field, in the telecommunications field, in um, government, in everywhere, entertainment yeah. industry, and the more Christians rise up with with as discipled yeah. followers of Jesus, yeah. discipled, redeemed. Well, that's uh, it. You know, converts don't change the world. Totally. People who just embrace forgiveness, yeah, don't change the world. Yeah. It's disciples, people who embrace redemption, totally change the world. Yeah, and yeah. we look at people in history, and we're so inspired by them. Yeah. You know, the Wilberforces, the, yeah, yeah. you know, men and women who stood up and, and were counted in their generation. And uh, and I know there's so many of us that want to be counted in our generation that we were at our post doing our bit, being empowered by the Spirit of God and making a stand. And, you know, I just, I look at our Chief Justice, Mokheng Mokheng. What a hero, man. He is such a guy. hero to me. Yeah. Like, that he embraces his faith to to such a public degree um and he takes a lot of flack for it and he takes a lot of um questioning around it but he's and solid man he's, he's solid like, he knows. i, I yeah. stand before jesus before yeah. i stand before anybody else amazing um, yeah. and i think that's just we need this we yeah. so need this in our world guys yeah. you know what? we really want to be a church that embraces the redemptive side of the gospel mm. this, this disruptive gospel like we embrace it like we really god let do your full work in me yeah. we don't want to be nominal we don't want to be like of little and no value mm. with private faith yeah um, and never really becoming the people god's called us to be yeah we want to be disciples of jesus yeah. and we want to go and transform the world yeah um but so you know these are the big things but it just starts with little things like even now in lockdown we know your world has been disrupted sure okay and um, mm. and maybe like you're struggling in your marriages or your relationship with your kids or even just in yourself you're starting to see things that are mm. not you know normally there that you know you don't normally see because you're so distracted before sure, sure. Um, you know so so this is a great time to mm. just bring your soul to the Lord and so bring good. your actions and bring your life to the Lord and allow his word just to start shaping you and yeah. embrace this redemptive side of the gospel yeah um, you know, in China, there was some stats, like when lockdown finished, divorce yes. rates went through the roof. Oh, no, really? <laughs> you know, it's because like pressure comes mm. and your true character comes out. Okay. And um, so if you are struggling in your marriage, <laughs> we are not going to be the post-lockdown statistics of Amen. divorce. Yeah. Uh, we want to encourage you to reach out to, to wise friends, leaders who can um, speak into your relationship, bring your own heart before the Lord. Yeah. Maybe there's areas where you need to change. Maybe there's areas where the other person needs to change, probably both. Um, and and just let let the redemption take place and let yeah. something beautiful come yeah. through this time as yeah. opposed to um, calm. You, you were sharing an example of... Uh, people that we knew quite some people that were dear to us like yeah. quite a while ago who were literally their marriage was about to fall apart yeah. like it was literally like 
It was over. It was over. They were, they were in such a bad place. So and much offense, so much hurt, so much unforgiveness. And years and years of, of problematic, like no strong foundations yeah, from no, the beginning. No relational like maturity yeah. and strength and whatever. But as, yeah. as um, they began to embrace redemption in yeah. their lives, and they started to... We start with me, Lord. Yeah, start yeah. with me. Yeah. We have seen... Uh, absolute miracle taking yeah, place it's been incredible. because yeah. it has it has not only affected their marriage they are um, being restored and for them actually loving each other and enjoying each other's company yeah. and and having fun together but it kept the whole family unit together yeah. and and those children now have a picture of, of marriage and yeah. um, yeah. those grandchildren now have a picture of of a, a happy flourishing household yeah um, it's but affected it, so many it, it has such a snowball yeah. effect and I really want to highlight that your process of redemption is not just for you yeah. it's actually for those around you as well you're you embracing you when you submit to God's will and you allow um, that those awkward things to to challenge you and to transform you it brings freedom in your life but your freedom brings freedom in other people's lives mm. um, and that's that couple is just a another such example a, of embracing redemption yeah. and discipleship putting ourselves in that place where we're receiving yeah we're receiving we're students yeah. we're passing it on we're, we're allowing this kind of washing machine of the and word also, in our lives it transformed um, their business as well yeah true. all of a sudden there was there was um, a blessing that came upon their business and they do so well financially now yeah. um, and they're so incredibly generous they help the homeless they help their family they they're helping so many people they're redeemed they're redeemed they are redeemed and the know? world around them is redeemed yeah. because of that there's another scripture which says that all of creation waits or groans for the true revealing of the sons of god mm. and like whenever i read that scripture i always kind of picture not just creation like nature because nature is groaning i think mm -hmm. um, under the pollution and like you know like the nature's tired of humanity like yeah he's really happy with us being in lockdown <laughs> it is yeah. but you know like all of create not only creation but all of industry mm -hmm. all of like government and all the different side of society as a yeah. whole is groaning it's like society it's, is it's suffering with unredeemed man totally it's suffering with, and this gospel yeah. is the answer it yeah. comes into that and it changes, it disrupts everything. It says yeah. new way to speak, new way to think, new way to act, new way to give, new way to do business, new way to mm -hmm. do government, new way to do family, new way to do marriage. It's like, yeah. and, and, we, and we've got to embrace that. Yeah. And, the, and, and the more we do that, the more we see this kingdom advance, we, all yeah. see, we, we see God coming into the earth. Yeah. There's this cool example I just yeah. want to share of the, you know, the, the series called The Chosen? I hope you're watching it. I hope you're watching it. It's amazing. Download it, Google it, whatever. Get the chosen. It's incredible. It's such a cool picture of Jesus. But they've got this like prelude, like before mm. the it starts of all these gray fish, mm. like swimming this animation. In one direction. And they're all swimming in one direction. Mm. The music's playing, and then one becomes blue and turns around and goes in the opposite direction. Yeah. And I just thought that's and, redemption. Yeah. That is redemption. It's like you, forgiveness is when you turn blue. Yeah. But redemption is now. I'm going to swim. And then in the other fish way. start to swim. Just slowly, they yeah. all start to change direction. That's this disruptive gospel. It turns our lives around, and it should turn our lives around. There should the... be no area in our lives that's we're holding on to and saying, "God, you can't come in here." Yeah. We should say, like every area, Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And Amen. every single one of us has our place to um, to take. We have a post to take up, especially yeah. in this time. Yeah. There's crazy stuff going in our world. Each one of us has our role to play 
Find your place, Go position your heart right for Jesus, and yeah. do what the Father is calling you to do. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It might not be big like Wilberforce or something like that. It might just be like challenging the status quo in in your company that you work for. It might sure. just be something like that. But but do it. Yeah. You know, because the kingdom must come. Absolutely. So we're gonna break bread. I hope you've got some bread and some juice with you. Um, and uh, I hope it tastes as nice as my home-baked bread, just kidding. <laughs> we'll deal with the pride later, don't worry. <laughs> um, but guys, you know what, so, so we're just going to have a little piece of bread and, um, and we're going to have this juice together. And as we do this, guys, we, we're remembering that the two sides to the gospel yeah. today. What we're remembering is the gospel is both forgiveness yeah. and redemption. Can yeah. you say it, redemption? Redemption. redemption. Okay, it's forgiveness and redemption. Mm -hmm. And we need to embrace two. And so we, as we take the bread, we remember that his body was broken for us yeah. so that we could have forgiveness. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Amen. Let's Amen. take let's take it together. And then we remember that his blood was shed so that we could have redemption. Sure. That we could have a new life. Okay. He didn't come just to leave us the same, mm -hmm. but to change us and transform yeah. us. So. We just want to pray for you. And we just ask that, Lord, you would bless all the people, all the families, all the marriages, all the kiddies that are listening to us this morning. We thank you for this church that we have called Every Nation Durban. We thank you for blessing us with such a beautiful community. And I pray, Father God, that uh, all of us, Lord God, would embrace this redemptive side of the gospel, put ourselves in discipleship, Lord God, and, and that you would do a thorough work through, through lockdown, Lord. You would do a transforming work in our lives through lockdown. And we would come out, Lord God, more redeemed, more looking like you want us to look. Mm. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray God's blessing over you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Have a wonderful Sunday, guys. Amen. Hello. Welcome to Online Church this Sunday. We hope that this message has encouraged you in your faith. We believe that the most important decision that you could ever make is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And if that's you this morning, you'd like to walk in the newness of Christ, you'd like to know more about him, you can pray this simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus Christ, I come before your throne of grace. I admit that I'm not right with you. I want to be right with you. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. Wash me clean, Lord Jesus Christ. Forgive me all my sins. Thank you for welcoming me. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. And if you pray that prayer with me, you are saved, you are forgiven, and you are loved. If you'd like someone to walk with you, you can contact us on 072 606 6747.